make it even better. But you laugh at your own jokes. That's true. I'm a funny guy though. Not as funny as my co-host Jay Bidet, who I have to thank for that theme tune. So, hello listeners and welcome to episode two of Chris's Comics. Today with me, I have a special guest, my better half, Miss Abigail Robinson. (laughs) Hello. Say say hello, Abigail. Hello. (laughs) How are you? I'm okay. Nervous. Don't be nervous. I know. We do this every day. I know, but there's a big, (laughs) giant microphone stood right there on the table looking at me. It's literally in my direction. That's because the listeners want to hear from you. How did you just hear my shoulder pop? No. I'm an old man. Anyway, so today we're going to talk about um, Free Comic Book Day and all the things that we read from that, our favourites that we picked up. Our least favourites, um, and also we're going to talk about the latest books that we've read, um, latest titles we're enjoying recently, um, and what's going to come out next week, this Wednesday. Uh, so, first of all, I just wanted to in- introduce Abby a little bit, and so that the listeners could get to know you and mm-hmm. what you're all about. So, how did you get into comics? What was the first comic that you ever read? Oh. Etc. Well, when I was a kid, I used to read my cousin's beanos before he got them because they used to get delivered to my grandma's house and I used to get there first. So I guess that's the first kind of thing where I had a physical comic. Are they comics? They are. Yeah, aren't well, they? the beano, the <clears throat> British comics, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, I used to read a lot of the beano, I used to read the dandy as well. Because yeah. that's, that's all the British kids, I'm sure they'll be able to relate. Like, mm-hmm. that's all we had growing up, the Beano and the Dandy. Yeah. You know, you go down to Spa and there'd be like 40p for the mm-hmm. Beano and you pick it up. You wouldn't ever see like Spider-Man or Batman comics ever no. in the news agents. So that's actually a good point because that's probably my first exposure to comics too. Mm-hmm. I've still got a giant stack of Beanos in my bedroom from when I was a kid. Yeah. But I always used to question it because it had activities in it as well. Oh, yeah. And I always wanted to do them, but obviously it wasn't mine. But I get quite possessive and I used to, like, hide them because I wanted to keep it and (laughs) pretend that it hadn't been delivered. (laughs) But, yeah, I guess that's my first experience. But what I really got into comics recently, but I did read um, Trades before. Yeah. Now. Um, And I used to love reading in general like books 
um, and I used to watch this um, like booktube it's called oh, yeah. on YouTube but they call it booktube and it was just a few booktubers that I used to watch that mentioned Saga and uh, it looked really weird but they recommended it and I did used to just buy pretty much anything that certain people recommended to me and I got the first trade of Saga and I fell in love with it and ordered the next two because I think they were out at that time. Um, so Saga was like the gateway drug yes, to you. Yes, definitely. Yeah. It was like the twilight of comics yeah. for me. Um, so then I noticed that on your Instagram you read Low as well. Yeah, my brother's really into comics too and he got Low, which... I had actually seen before that um, and really did want to read, but I didn't enjoy it at all. The storyline was all over the place, in my opinion, but the art was beautiful. <clears throat> yeah, I like the art in love. Yeah. yeah. But, and one that I did get into on my own um, accord, like I, that I rec- like just recognised as something I would like, was Rat Queens. Um, and that's funny. It's kind of like Saga where it's, um, sci-fi weird sci-fi and weird and it has like sex drugs and rock and roll in it yeah um, yeah it's good I, I like Rat Queens mm-hmm. I met the writer of Rat Queens um, in Manchester yeah. a couple of years ago and he was a cool dude but yeah so um, you were into comics before we met obviously yeah. but um, you know you've sort of you've got more into them since mm-hmm. we've been together That's yeah. is that fair to Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that that leads us into the main bulk of mm-hmm. what we're going to talk about today, and that's um, Free Comic Book Day, which was last month, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, Free Comic Book Day. For all the listeners who don't know what it is, um, it's the first Saturday um, every May, every year, um, and you basically go down to your local comic book shops and they give you free comics. Um, and all the publishers they put out specific books for this day. Um, you know, you get Marvel, DC, Image, and then a bunch of indie companies just putting out loads of books to introduce you basically into what they're putting out at the moment. So they're essentially like preview comics to like try and hook you into their current series they're putting out. Um, so yeah, we're going to go through all the ones that we've read, which is quite a lot. Um, and just discuss and talk about which ones we liked, which ones we didn't. Uh, so, should I start off? I've, so we've got our piles in front of us here, yeah. our big stacks, so we're just going to go through them. Um, so, one that I'm going to talk about first is from Marvel, and it's Secret Empire. Um, now, Secret Empire is like the latest sort of um, big storyline that's going on in Marvel Comics basically about how Captain America has gone Hydra, or he's been Hydra all along. Um, it's a really intriguing story, um, and it's caused a lot of c- controversy. Did I say that right? Controversy. Contro- contro- controversy. Controversy. <laughs> In the comic book world. Because obviously everyone's losing their minds, because Cap's like the all-American dude who can do no wrong, the big blue Boy Scout. Um, and all of a sudden he's just turned bad, and he's Hydra, and it's like, what the fuck's going on? Um, <coughs> so it's really interesting, um, and I'm I'm enjoying it a lot because not only is the story good, but the art is amazing. Um, 
and this one in particular was pretty incredible for the the last page really the splash page at the end oh by the way this podcast is going to be full of spoilers so if you haven't read any of these comics we're talking about you might not want to go go ahead and listen to this because i'm going to spoil it so yeah on this on the splash page at the end after caps basically defeated all of the avengers um he then picks up mjolnir um i don't know if i said that right but basically thor's hammer he picks it up which is a big deal in the comic book world you know the last page is him stood there holding thor's hammer and it just says they were worthy, uh, and it just gave me chills. Have you read this one? No, I haven't. <coughs> Sorry for spoiling it. <clears throat> oh no, you spoiled it when you read it because you were like, <gasps> "Yeah, no." <laughs> it, it was a, a huge reaction for me on the last page because I just wasn't expecting it at all. But for me, like this was one of my favourite comics from Free Comic Book Day. The art, just everything about it. It just makes you want to read on, uh, which I am. Uh, I think Secret Empire issue 4 comes out in a couple of weeks' time. Or 5, maybe. Uh, but, yeah, I just think it's fucking great. Marvel are doing a good job on it. I mean, what are your thoughts on the fact that Hydra Cap can lift Thor's hammer? Well, I have no idea what's going on. I don't think I'd have any idea what's going on even if I read them, because it's... Well... It's basically what I've just said. I know, um, but, um, you know, Caps. It's been revealed that Caps Hydra, and he's just come up with this amazing plan. Uh, all like the spacey Avenger people, mm-hmm. like Guardians of the Galaxy, and everybody. They're all locked out in space now, so they can't get back onto Earth. Mm-hmm. And then all the Avengers, Caps just like defeated them all. Um, so yeah, basically he wants to. <coughs> I don't know what his prerogative is. I mean, that's the mysterious thing. Talking to Jay from Skeleton Crew, he seems convinced that Cap, although he's still Hydra, is essentially still the good guy. Yeah, that's it, what I was thinking. He's doing it all, to do that. all for the greater good. Because in order for him to lift Thor's hammer, he's got to be worthy. Yeah. So that just shows that, you know, there's so much... Um, to deliberate and to speculate over just in that single panel on the last page, you know, it's just a, it's quite an amazing thought-provoking piece, and it makes me want to read on. So yeah, I will read on. Um, I'm going to pick up the rest of Secret Empire and catch up. Um, and then on the second half of uh, Marvel Comics offering from Free Comic Book Day is um, a little preview of the new series, the new Spider-Man series, from Chip Zdarsky and Adam Cubitt. Um, and it's called Peter Parker, The Spectacular Spider-Man. Um, now, I'm a big Spidey fan, but recently I've just dropped off all the Spidey books because none of them have really interested me. I've just kind of lost interest a bit in them. And I don't know, just Peter Parker, he's, he's more like Tony Stark now. He's rich and powerful and... Mm-hmm. I don't know, I like my Peter Parker sort of old school, you know, high school, you know, not old school, high school. (laughs) Uh, So I was interested in, you know, when it was announced that there was a new series coming out. Um, And even more interested when I found out that it was Chip Zdarsky that was writing it. 
because he did one of my favourite books of last year, which was Howard the Duck. I thought I thought that was amazing. Um, he also does Sex Criminals, so I thought it was an interesting uh, pick for the writer of the new Spider-Man book. And Adam Kubert, I mean, he's talk about old school. He's old school, you know. Uh, he comes from a a long line in his family of really famous comic book artists. Um, now, this preview isn't actually Adam Kubert uh, doing art. It's a fella, let me just find his name, called Paolo Siguerria. Does that sound right? Um, sorry if I'm butchering these names. A lot of comic book artists and writers tend to have Mexican names that are hard Paolo to pronounce. Paolo Siguerra. Yeah. Anyway, this dude is is great. I love his art in this book. Um, it's again, I keep saying it, it's real old school looking. It looks, it looks nineties, and it it brings me back to sort of the days when I first started reading Spider Man comics, and I love it. It's just colourful and bright, and I just I had a blast with this, and I thought, you know what, I'm definitely going to pick up issue one. Um, but I kind of wish that it was that dude doing art. Um, Maybe he'll do a few fill-in issues or something. But either way, I'm going to pick up issue one of Spectacular Spider-Man. Because I think think it looks good. I mean, are you a fan of Spidey? I've talked for a while now. Um, As a kid, I watched the films that came out. But I've never read a Spider-Man comic. Maybe this should be your first then. Mm. So issue one, you know. Um, So yeah, read it when, uh, when I buy it. I will. Uh, by the way, Spectacular Spider-Man issue one comes out on Wednesday, so anyone that's interested in that should pick it up. I certainly will be. Um, so what have what have you got for me, Abby? What did you read? Well, the first one that's on the pile is Dragon Ball. Is it Dragon Ball? Dragon Ball Super. Yeah, I read that one as yeah, well. Yeah, you did. Um, um, it's a black and white manga, isn't it? <laughs> Which doesn't appeal to me at all. No, it doesn't appeal to me either. (laughs) And I actually didn't pick it up. Neither of us picked it up on Free Comic Book Day. We got it um, a few weeks later because they had so many spares in Leeds. Um, So this is a typical manga book and it reads from right to left, back to front. Back to front, left to right. Yeah. Basically, no, right to left, right to well, left. That's basically, right. it reads opposite <laughs> so you would normally read a comic Which book. was actually surprisingly easy to do. I thought I'd get really confused, but it was actually pretty basic. Um, the black and white thing I have a problem with, I just don't like it. I want to colour it in. Yeah, it, it would be so much better if it was coloured in. I mean, I know this isn't what manga's like. It, it is black and white. Mm-hmm. Um it was fine, you know, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the first story in it. What was the second? Oh, the Baru 2. Oh, that was just weird. I actually preferred that one really? to the Dragon Ball one, yeah. No. I just, I liked the art better in it. Mm. There was less to read. I, I quite like it when there's big splash pages of action. So that's why I liked it. I liked the shading in it. But yeah, it was just, it was a manga book and it was okay. <laughs> didn't I didn't enjoy it. I really didn't. No. I liked um him though, I don't know his name. He looks like Lion Cat. Oh yeah, he's, he's like a Sphinx or something, <laughs> yeah. isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, so moving on. Um from DC comics came Wonder Woman, um which is part of the DC Universe Rebirth. 
And I was excited to read this, and then I opened it and started reading and realised that it was a reprint of issue two of Wonder Woman that I actually already have. So that was kind of disappointing. I was hoping for some new material. But either way, uh, it's a good introduction to Wonder Woman for new readers. Look, I read it, didn't I? Um, yeah. first thing I've read of Wonder Woman... Oh, no, I think she's been in a couple of comics I've read, but... First solo thing you've read. Yeah. yeah. And I had a weird perception of her that she was really mean. And I think it's because of the short film we watched. Oh, the, the animated stuff. Yeah. yeah we watched a <laughs> Flashpoint Paradox, which obviously has like an evil version of Wonder Woman in. Mm. So that was your impression of it. <coughs> But um, yeah, it's basically, it's year one of Wonder Woman, which is a new imagining, reimagining of an origin story from writer Greg Rucker. Uh, Nicholas Scott does the art. The art's lovely. Um, story's solid. You know, no complaints from me. It's, it's, it's a good book. I mean, as an introduction to yeah, Wonder Woman. I enjoyed what, it. What did you think? Well... I learned that she's not mean and she's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, well, she's and... very empathetic. Um, I, can't, I can't speak today. Emper, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. <laughs> empathetic. Empathetic. Is that a word? She has empathy. <laughs> <laughs> she's, you know, uh, yeah. But I, I haven't watched the new film. You went to see it, so it was like really fresh and new for me because I, I literally don't know anything about her, like. So yeah, well, she's made out of clay. I knew I know bits and bobs. And she lives on Paradise Island, mm-hmm. Themyscira, full of women. And then all of a sudden, Steve Trevor, mm-hmm. this dude, just crashes in on his plane. Um, yeah, that's basically they've kept the origin story the same, but updated it a little bit to make it a bit more contemporary to appeal to new readers from today. And yeah, I thought it was perfectly fine. Cool, and it's a good it's a good one to give people that don't know about Wonder Woman to introduce mm-hmm. them into it. Um, I mean, did it make you want to read on? Yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's done its job then. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, what else we got from IDW? Uh, we got the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles book, uh, which was cool. I mean, I I really enjoyed it. I love the art in it. I love turtles anyway. Um, but you didn't like it, did you? You, didn't you? I didn't try that one. I, I oh, tried either. one from a previous frequent oh, yeah, day yeah. and I didn't like it, no. No. But, I, I mean, for some people, turtles don't work in comics, but I, I like it, you know. Um, it's bright, it's colourful. It's got sort of like a, a sci-fi undertone, time travel. I love all that stuff, so I enjoyed it. And it, it gave like a good um, sort of overview of um, the backstory in the comics through like all the villains they faced and uh, all the different storylines and it summarised it in like a few pages which was quite quite nicely done like it didn't sort of it wasn't bogged down with information it didn't feel like you were just you know reading you know spiels of text it, it felt quite light and at the same time it managed to fit in a story as well as talking about all the backstory, which is pretty cool. You know, I thought it was really well done. And it definitely made me want to, like, pick up the Turtles comics and and read that story, because I liked it. What have you got there? 
SpongeBob. Now, from all the free comic book day comics that I got, I loved all of the cartoony style ones. Kiddie books, kind of. Basically, yeah. yeah. Um, and this SpongeBob one is basically about free comic book day, which I thought was hilarious. Uh, they they do that sometimes with these free comic book day comics. They sort of break the fourth wall. Yeah, and, and which make I really it. enjoyed. Yeah, it's it's funny. And it was just like watching an episode of SpongeBob, and I love that. Yeah, I didn't read that one. I didn't have a chance, but I've read SpongeBob comics in the past and I've enjoyed them. Yeah. I also like the the way that they change the art styles up in that. Yeah, you know, the back. Like you, you get like the regular sort of art art that you would watching the show. Like it's very similar to that, mm-hmm. and then you get sort of the more abstract, you know, art uh, where it's it's more stylized. It's cool. Yeah. I like Spongebob comics. Yeah, it's they're just so easy to read. Yeah. One that you loved, though, was the next one on your pile. <laughs> yes. Okay. Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. I have tried numerous times to watch Rick and Morty, the cartoon, um, and I don't like it. And I, I don't know why I picked this up. Honestly, I think I, was, I told you to. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, probably. We, basically, you go into well, all comic shop book shops are different, but a lot of them you have to sort of pick out what you want or mm-hmm. tell them what you want. And I was, I said, I'll oh, get Rick and Morty because I was curious to see it. Mm-hmm. So that's probably the reason why you've, yeah. why you've got it and it fell into your hands and you fell in love, didn't you? I, I really did. And I've been trying to work out why I like the comics so much and dislike the cartoons so much. And I think it's the voices. I can make them talk however I want in my head and I'm not particularly fond of how they talk on the show. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, so you can create your own voices. Yeah, (laughs) I'm not a fan of the voice actors. They kind of annoy me. A lot of cartoons, the voices annoy me. Um, well, for, for me, I'm not familiar with Rick and Morty at all. I don't think I've ever watched it. Um, this comic was my first exposure to, to Rick and Morty, I guess. Um, and I didn't enjoy it nowhere near as much as you. I thought it was mm-hmm. fine. It didn't blow me away. I just thought it I, was so funny. I certainly wouldn't pick up another one, but you did. I did. It inspired <laughs> you to yeah. read on. Um, I also like the fact that I'll talk about the one I picked up later on, but you can pick them up and it is just like, re- um, I guess, an episode because it's, you know, confined within itself. Like, it, it it starts and ends and you're not lost. It's not an ongoing storyline where you need to keep up with it. Yeah, it's just you can self-contained. Just, yeah, self-contained. Yeah. Um, so Did I enjoy it, that. You thought it was funny. I thought it was hilarious. I see. I, I thought it was okay. Like, I much prefer Adventure Time comics. Um, yeah. Or SpongeBob. Like, if you want to talk about that kind of style, you know. Mm-hmm. I guess it's because I, I don't know. I just it just doesn't gel with me. I don't know why. But something talking about like kiddie books or cartoony books. Um, I picked up Hilda's Back by Luke Pearson, and this is from um, a publishing company called No Brow. Which is what you have now. <laughs> no bad. <brow. laughs> 
Um, um, no, I don't know how to pronounce that. I'm not good at pronouncing, listeners. I'm sorry about this, but you can find you can find it on um, Luke Pearson's Facebook page. Um, basically, this character that he's created called Hilda, and it's very it's very child friendly, but it's also it can also appeal to adults because of its its charm and it's it's just it's one of those it feels like a classic kids book um, and she's actually coming to Netflix next year uh, it's going to be a new cartoon Hilda and it kind of looks very adventure timey uh, really cutesy and the comic kind of reads like a like a kids story book um, and the art is like I say quite adventure timey but it, it's got its own sort of identity because it, it takes from that kind of style of art but it, it really does make it its own um, and the story is a lot of fun you know I enjoyed it and I'm curious to see how they translate it as the cartoon Netflix series yeah I really enjoyed that um, and then the story at the back of it it's called Garbage Night by Jen Lee and it's basically like a post-apocalyptic world but um, it's the story of these animals and how they're on the hunt for food but they're like self-aware animals they wear clothes and stuff and just like cartoon characters mm-hmm. you know and I just I just loved it I thought it was really fun and cute um, yeah love love the art in it as well the colouring in it the, you know I just thought it was done really well and this was a surprise to me because it's so indie I've never heard of it at all that no brow press <laughs> Um, so yeah I recommend that definitely Hilda's Back and Garbage Night from Nobra good stuff something that I wasn't too fond on though was um, Antarctic Press's offering this year Uh, it's called Steam Wars Strike Leader and it's basically a Star Wars parody or a Star Wars rip off like it's ridiculous ridiculously similar even down to the logo yeah like I, I can't and I can't work out whether it's trying to be it a parody it must be that's it must be yeah but but it's crap like I just I mean they've even got the same you know the, they're trying to um, face the overwhelming forces of the rising crimson empire they're even calling it the empire and I don't know, there's just so many similarities in it. And no, I just, it's sort of, even the vehicles, they, that, I mean, that yeah. looks like a TIE fighter. Yeah. It's just so similar. I mean, it's 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 not, it's slightly different because it's set in like World War One or something like that, um, where it's like steampunky and, you know, so it's not like spacey. It's not sci-fi. It's more like uh, of this earth. But I mean, they've got like they've even got like a a thing on the plane that looks like a droid. Like he looks like an R two unit, you know. And um, no, I just I just couldn't get past like the whole Star Wars thing. I mean, the art was fine, but it just didn't really grasp me at all. And I thought. No, I won't be won't be reading any more of that at all. Um, something else that I wasn't that impressed with was the Zelda one, um, the Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess. 
uh, story and art by Akira Himikawa. Uh, another manga book, black and white. I mean, I'm a Zelda fan, you know, I enjoyed the video games, um, but as far as comic books go, I don't know, I don't think it translates that great. I mean, I'm sure they're a huge success and I'm probably the minority, but I'm just, I guess I'm just not a manga fan. I don't know. What have you got there, Abby? Well, this is one that I didn't exactly pick up on Free Comic Book Day. Again, it was one of the spare ones that they had lying about in a comic book shop that we went to after Free Comic Book Day. But I thought I'd pick it up because I did a few reviews for the Talk Nerdy Instagram page, so I thought I may as well pick it up to review it. And it's DC Superhero Girls. And I think it's the most childish one I picked up. The most... Well, it's it's clearly aimed at kids. Very young kids, though. Like, I can see this being a cartoon. It probably is. Yeah. In fact, I'm sure it is. Like, it looks like something I would have watched probably at the age of five or six. It's very, very young. But five or six, they couldn't read this, so... No, that's true. Which is why it's really weird, because... I don't what, think... what age do you start reading comics and books? What, eight, seven? No. No. Older? Well, um... Properly being able to understand them. Like six? Nine or, I don't know. But either way, does, does it appeal to kids? Like, Did it do its well, job? It's... It gives a good message to young girls, I think, mm. because it is just superhero girls in it. Um, so you got Batgirl, Supergirl, mm-hmm. Wonder Woman, Katana, which is a weird choice. Um, I'm sure Harley's in it somewhere too. Yeah. And, yeah, it was just very girly. Like, they were just acting like young kids in it and... I don't really know. It, it doesn't appeal to me, obviously. It was fine. I would give it to my daughter if I had one. If she, you know, young enough. Yeah. Well, It that's, sends that's, a good that's message. That's good then. That's good. It's done its job. Yeah. There's Harley. Yeah. It's just cute and yeah. simple. Not much of a storyline, really. It's just about, literally, it's them making plans for their summer. So they don't really... There's a little bit of crime fighting at the beginning, but it's not really um, too much violence in it, obviously, but there's not a lot of saving the day or saving the world, which I would have liked a bit more of, maybe in the series, if I um, kept reading it, but... Is it meant to be, like, based in a high school or something, or...? No. They're just friends. Just hanging Um, out. Yeah, they're just hanging out, but it's just literally they're making plans for summer. So, for it to be a bit more... um, What's the word? I don't know. I don't know what word. For it to send more of a message to young girls, to be a a good influence on young girls, and tell them that they can be strong and independent and fight and stick up for themselves or whatever... I would have liked a bit more of them fighting evil. Yeah, I guess. Rather than just making plans for the summer. 
I guess they're just trying to make normalise it a bit. Yeah, I didn't like that as much though. Mm. Well, my worst from Free Comic Book Day was uh, from Chapter House, and it's Captain Canuck. Oh god, this book was fucking dire. It was so bad. And obviously, it's you know it's Canadian. I've got nothing against Canadians at all, uh, but this was so bad. Um, and I noticed that one of the guys that was in uh, Knocked Up, Jay Barrachel. Oh, I um, know who it is now. I know I can see the picture. Yeah, he he wrote, he co-wrote this with Kalman Androfovsky. <laughs> Fucking hell, these names. <laughs> um, and the art by Marcus Toe. Or Two. Marcus Two. The art's okay. You know, well, actually, no, it's quite shit. Um... <laughs> All of it's shit. <laughs> it's so bad. Honestly, I'm not exaggerating when I say this is one of the worst comics I've ever read in my life. Um, the only redeeming feature was the cover, which was by one of my favourite artists, David Finch, who works on Batman. I mean, that's a fucking cool cover. Yeah. Like, that's bossed. Captain Connick, he's big, muscly, cool-looking Just superhero like dude. Him. Just how I like him. <laughs> you know, I love his costume. I think he looks cool. And that's just a, a good example of just, you know, never judge a book by its cover. Yeah. <laughs> it's a prime example. The opposite the way. The opposite, yeah, because this looks great. Mm-hmm. You know, Captain Canuck, awesome cover, and then you read it, and it's just so bad. I mean, talk about over-exposition. Look at all those word bubbles and on that page. That just gives me a headache. Oh, God, it's just so bad. It, there's, there's actually more word bubbles. Than art on that page, mm-hmm. it's just so crowded. You don't know what's going on. It's just so hard to keep track of. There's, there's even so, you know so many panels, thought exposition, and there's just no room to breathe in this at all. And the story is just all over the place, and you don't know whether it's flashback or it's current. And no. Nah. Absolutely, <laughs> just one of the worst comics I've ever read. And I apologise to everybody that was involved in this, but this is my honest opinion. And to every comic book fan out there, don't waste any of your time on Captain Canucks. It's fucking shite. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so the second half of this book was <laughs> just as bad. It's called uh, Die. What's it called? Die, Die, Kitty, Die, Die. Kitty Die. Hollywood or bus. It looks good. It's awful. I think <laughs> the art's shocking. I mean, it's, you know, sort of cutie kitty style, but the subject matter isn't, and it's really weird. Yeah, I was um, going to say, you can see boobs. There's boobs, there's the devil, there's a ghost, uh, there's a volleyball, there's Hawaiian shirts, there's, a, there's, a, shirt. there's a pixie. Um, and and that's about it. I don't really know what's going on. There's a lot of fourth wall breaking with slagging off comic book publishers and re- this really weird character who's just going on about comic book publishers and how they're all evil. And I don't know, I think Chapter House have got like a little stick up their butt or something, but I'm not surprised if people have been arty to them because they put out some shit books. <laughs> Sorry, Chapter House. <laughs> So what have you got there, Abby? Riverdale. Riverdale. 
Now, again, I tried watching the TV series and wasn't the biggest fan. Um, I got recommended to watch it by my best friend. Shout out to Ella Linica. Um, purely because the main character looks like Brittany Murphy, who we're both obsessed with. Which I agree with, to an extent. Um, but the comic... It's basically what happens before the TV series. It's just like a little glimpse into what Archie did in his summer and the changes that everyone went through and how Veronica happened to come down to Riverdale, like what happened. And it's it's a nice little preview to, like I said, the TV series, yeah. if you like it. But as someone that didn't really like it that much, and I, I think I watched about three episodes, and that's literally because it was on Netflix, and I just let it play through. As just a standalone comic book, though, is any good? Not worth no, picking up? No, no. Not yeah. if you're not a fan of the TV series, so honestly. Yeah, I watched the TV show after finding out that it was Archie. You know, I mean, I'm a fan of Archie comics, um, and I didn't even realise it was the same thing. Um but I enjoyed the, the first episode. I thought it was cool. Um, but I don't think it, I'd be curious enough to read the comic book series as well. Because mm. what's the point? If you're watching the show, why yeah, do you need to read the book exactly. as well? I don't know. Um, I mean, I like I say, I love reading Archie comics. That's cool. It's quite different to the TV show. It's more comical. You know, um, it's written really well which I didn't really get the vibe from the show. I mean, I haven't watched it all. It's very Pretty Little Liars-esque, where it's it's a mystery, a murder mystery. Yeah. So it's quite dark. Mm. It has yeah, some the, funny moments, but... The, the comic book's not dark at all. No. Um, what have you got there? I hate <coughs> Yes. I loved this one so much. It's... Obviously, I hate Fairyland. By Scotty <clears throat> Young. Mm-hmm. Scotty Young draws uh, cutesy stuff. But this book might look cutesy, but it certainly isn't. It's full of violence, mm-hmm. swearing. It's fun. I mean, I've, I've read a few issues of I Hate Fairyland, and I really enjoyed it. Um, there's just something so funny about it, seeing like cutesy art with super violence and swearing. It's just funny. <laughs> You know, what, I mean, what's the premise of this? Abby? Well, basically, I've forgotten her name. Was it Gresser or... Gre- I can't remember her name. Little girl with green hair. Yeah. She's basically, green it's hair. kind of like an Alice in Wonderland thing. But she's trapped in this fairy tale land. Mm-hmm. But she's been there for like years and years. But she's stayed the same looking as a kid. Like her age, she's aged, but she's not aged appearance wise. So she's like, what, like 20 odd? But she looks Ooh, like a kid. That's like the film Orphan, which oh, I right. wanted you to watch. I've just spoiled it for you completely. But. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't watch it now. No. But, but yeah, that's the premise of it. So she's got this attitude of I mean, and she's absolutely fed up of being there. She hates it. She you know, and she's just killing everyone. Mm-hmm. And you know, she's just this foul mouth foul mouth Foul mouth. Foul mouthed little like girl. The lipstick you bought me. Foul mouth. <laughs> So but what's but what's I the free comp- I don't know. I haven't about. read any of the actual series. So I don't know about oh, that. Yeah. But this is basically she's going through 
all these different comic book characters that Image do. So obviously there's Lion Cat. Oh yeah. And she's like killing everyone to get there's to. There's the whale. Yeah. She... <laughs> no <laughs> she's way. She's killing everyone to get to Image Comics like creators. <laughs> and That's she fun. she does get there <laughs> and kills them. So they Spoiler can't alert. let her out of the comic anyway because. <laughs> She is reckless. That's actually really funny. So she's um, actually stuck there still. A really cool idea for a story, especially free combination. Yeah. I mean, it's just classic image comics. They're so good. Look. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's um, the strands. The stalk. The stalk. Different people. That savage dragon. Mm. That's really cool. I, I want to read that, actually, now. Yeah, it, it was really fun. I did enjoy yeah. it. Um, Paper Girls. Yeah. And it's all they're all done in the style of the book. Like, that's not changed. Like, they've been drawn... Well, they've been drawn by Scotty Young, so they're Scotty Youngified. It's taken the mick out of themselves. Yeah, so... Because like, in this, it's like they're all saying things that are so obvious because, like, it's, they're set, it's set in the 80s. Yeah. So she's saying, I love the Goonies. Yeah. Now Monster Squad is way better, and then like just like references yeah. to that, and it's just does, funny. It's got a young writer as well. It does, doesn't it? Yeah, I th- yeah. Story and art. Yeah, he's a talented dude. Like Scott Young. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it was fun. I really did enjoy that one. I kind of forgot about it to be yeah. honest. So moving on to something that we did both read, yeah. and that was uh, Marvel Comics' second offering, uh, which was all new Guardians of the Galaxy, um, and the B-side to that was The Defenders. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, I love Guardians of the Galaxy, I like the comics as well as the films, but to me, I just didn't like this at all. I didn't either. Well, it was okay. It, it just seemed a bit rushed and... I didn't like the art. I didn't like and the art. I don't know. I just it no. It just seemed a bit nothing. I don't know. I mean, you know, Baby Groot's always cute, isn't he? <laughs> um, Peter Quill's got a beard, and that's all I really have to say about it. Mm. They they escape from prison cell, and that's all that happens really. Mm. Uh, no, I, I much much preferred uh, the Defenders portion of this book so much so that I've just gone out and bought issue one of the Defenders because I loved it, I thought the art was fucking boss oh, no. the, the colours in it, yeah, the colour palette it, it, just, it, it, it sticks very close to the show I don't like it when you make women's faces so masculine like that it sticks close to the show like tonally with like the colour palettes and stuff but at the same time it makes it its own because it's got its own storyline going on and things are slightly different with the villains and you know basically in this one you know Diamondback comes back um, he shoots Jessica Jones right through the fucking stomach you see the bullet come out the other side it's brutal as hell and it just leaves it on that cliffhanger and you're like shit let's pick up issue one um, so Brian Michael, Michael Bendis writes it uh, he's actually the co-creator of Jessica Jones. Uh, David Marquez, he does the art. It's great. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, and I'll carry on reading it. 
But um, what I will say about issue one that just came out last Wednesday, um, I thoroughly recommend that everyone reads this free comic book day issue one first because it it sets up what happens in issue one. Like, basically Jessica Jones is in hospital and and Luke Cage and Iron Fist and Daredevil are, like, hunting down Diamondback. And if you'd kind of be like, what, what's going on? Why is Jessica Jones in hospital? And, you know, like, I kind of th- felt like this should have been issue one. Um, but either way, that's just a little gripe. I'm sure this will be in the collected trade when it all comes out. But, yeah, Defenders, Brian Michael Bendis, great stuff. Something else that I actually quite liked, um, which I was surprised about, was 2000 AD. I'm not a Judge Dredd fan, and I'm notoriously um, known for slagging off 2000 AD comics. So this came as a big surprise. Um, It was cool. There was uh, five different stories going on in this. You get a Judge Dredd one, Black Blood... Hope, Judge Anderson, and Dreams of Dead World, um, and they're all very, very different tonally and style-wise. You know, art-wise, it's well, it's just like reading a 2080 comic. But I feel like the game's kind of been upped a bit. I feel like they've uh, they've nailed each each section. You know, when it comes down to the art, you know, obviously, you know, it's 2080, so you can't expect much from the story. But it's just fun. Um, yeah, and I unexpectedly enjoyed this. You know, you got Judge Death at the end there. And it's uh, some pretty grim looking art. It looks like a cover of like a black metal album or something. <laughs> you know, with like the speech bubbles all in black and white like that. Mm. Um, that's cool. What, what have you got on your pile next? Another kids one, Monster High. Um, I enjoyed it. It reminded me of a TV show that I used to watch as a kid called Trolls. Trolls? Not Trolls. Was it Trolls? Yeah. Yeah, it was Trolls. They were like named after different um, semi-precious stones or whatever. Amethyst. Amethyst. <laughs> Stuff like that. And... Yeah, it's just like five girls. It also reminds me, they look like Bratz dolls, don't they? Obviously, you see Monster High dolls all the time in every supermarket you go to. And it's obviously a TV series for kids. But, yeah, like I said, it's reminded me of Trolls. And it's about five girls. That One's like a werewolf, one's a zombie, one's a vampire. And they go to Monster High, obviously. So they're in high school and it's just another stereotypical kids like they all come together and help each other out and the day goes well for them all in the end and they're very supportive of each other it looks cool I like like the creepy vibe yeah it's nice because it's different for young girls isn't it like it looks like the kind of book that you give to that, like, goth parents have give to the little girl. <laughs> I guess so. You know, like, when you're a kid but you want to be a goth. Mm-hmm. I guess it's just, you know, the alternative look is 
very much a thing now, so they've kind of incorporated it into... Yeah, it looks cool. I like the art in it as well. I like yes. the way that the emotions and expressions are, are quite Obvious. well done. You know, mm. uh, it's, it's clear and it's bright and it's colourful and it's easy to read and it has a nice little storyline to it. And I enjoyed it. Obviously, I'm not going to buy yeah, any of the series, but I enjoyed that one enough. Would you to... Would you put it in the same pile as your DC Superhero Girls, you know, to give it to a kid? It was a lot better, but... You like it better than that? It you? was a lot better, and maybe older kids. Like, preteen, kind of. Maybe 12. 9, 10, 11. Yeah. Not 12. I, I was reading... I was reading, you know huge books at 12 mm-hmm. but I'm a bit of a nerd so <laughs> well a comic that I enjoyed was Boom Studios uh, 2017 Summer Blast and this was my first introduction to Brave Chef Brianna who I'm a big fan of now uh, written by Sam Sykes um, illustrated by Selena Espiritu and coloured by Sarah Stern it's an absolutely adorable book. Um, it's it's kind of adventure timing. You know, it's that kind of vibe where like there's just this human. She's called Brianna, and she's in a world of monsters. And she just decides to open up a, a restaurant in the middle of this monster town. And hilarity ensues. You know, it's it's just so much fun. You know, and it, it made me pick up the series because I enjoyed it so much. I think you'd enjoy it too. It's fun. Uh, and also in, in this book, uh, you get uh, Mouse Guard. You know, every comic, every free comic would say you get a Mouse Guard comic. Um, and it's basically the story of a load of mice and insects and how life is, is hard living in the forest if you're a mouse. You know, you can get a wolf coming in to tear you up and... You have to protect yourself, and they're all in like battle armor and stuff. It's it's pretty cool. It's a classic. It's a classic one from uh, Boom Studios. That, and you also get um, Cody and the Creepies, which was okay. I mean, I kind of feel like it's it's trying trying too hard, and it thinks it's cooler than it actually is. Um, it's about like this band that go on tour. Um, just like banding young people um, and it's a bit weird bit wacky it's okay nothing to write home about what have you got in your hand there? Fresh Off The Boat which is also from Boo Studios yeah and apparently it's a TV show and one of the um, the kids that's in the TV show the actors liked my picture of it on Instagram which I was really cool <laughs> Abby's famous <laughs> Instagram famous by the way go and follow Abby on Instagram she needs followers oh my god please at Abigail Iona Robinson don't oh. go don't go follow me I don't need followers I've got enough <laughs> <laughs> sorry sorry carry on yeah she likes likes I like likes I love likes <laughs> flood her with likes spammer Damn right it. now Anyway, fresh off the boat, it was pretty cool. It was basically every kid's fantasy that they want to be a superhero. And this one young boy wrote 
his own comic book series and it's kind of it's very funny because he's like it's an asian family and they kind of take the piss out of themselves by saying like every old asian woman has powers and their grandma turned them all into superheroes and it's just about them saving the day multiple times but it's it's really cool who doesn't want their family to turn into superheroes I really oh, if my it. family turned into superheroes, it'd be a pain in the ass. But there's a nice twist at the end that the bad guy is actually the grandma that gave them all superheroes. I thought you were going to say powers. Fry from Adventure Time. Then it's like <laughs> you're like flicking through the back, and there's like an advert for Futurama. And I was like, oh my god, the bad guy's Fry <laughs> no. from Futurama. But all the grandma wanted was to get taken to Bingo, and no one would ever listen to her. That's so all she, grandmas ever want. She, she did this whole bizarre plan and thing just to get them to pay her attention, basically, which is totally something I would do. <laughs> that sounds pretty funny. Mm. It was. It was pretty good. But the actual TV series is like real people. Oh, is this an advert for it at the back? Yeah, and I don't actually think that they're superheroes. So one, I think... one of those kids like your picture? Yeah. That's funny. It looks interesting. I've never heard of it. It's on ABC. Well, it's American, isn't it? So that's what I've yeah. heard of it. Fresh off the boat. Hmm. Interesting. But it looks like they've taken this and done something different with it. It doesn't look like it's actually no. a superhero-y TV show. I think they've done this for free comic book day and it's... I don't know. Hmm. I actually have no idea. Intriguing. Hmm. So, we've got some more Riverdale stuff there. Uh, Betty and Veronica. Oh, yeah. Um, I loved the cover. I Well, you told me to get this. And yeah, I was completely oblivious to the fact that it was Betty and Veronica from Riverdale. Yeah, because I told you to get this because obviously I know Betty and Veronica from mm-hmm. Archie Comics. And I was like, oh, you might like it, you know. Yeah. The, the cover's really nice. I love that. Um, who, does, who does the art for the cover? I don't know. Um, I need to give this a shout out because it is a lovely cover. Uh, bloody hell. There's no credits for it. No, whoever did the cover for Betty and Veronica, it was lovely, but we can't <laughs> give you a shout out, sorry. No. And I wasn't really enjoying the storyline, to be honest. The art's beautiful in it. It's all autumnal and mm. really pretty, very all-American looking, and I was really it, enjoying that. It looks like Gilmore Girls. Yeah, New Englandy. Like, yeah, yeah, that's it, New Englandy. <laughs> yeah. And it wasn't until... They got here in this part where it says Pops is closing down. I was like, Pops? I've heard <laughs> of that recently. Because well, obviously you, I read this one first. Didn't you, didn't you realise Archie? No, no. And nothing, nothing clicked <laughs> until it got to Pops. And I was like, where have I heard that name for a diner before? And I was like, oh, as if it's like the same thing. Yeah. It just didn't click until mm. then. And it's just basically about them trying to save their beloved pops um, from closing down because it's where they all meet and hang out. And that's basically the premise. Um, it's it's okay. I prefer the art more than the storyline. 
Do you, did you like this better or Riverdale better? I liked Riverdale better. Oh, really? Yeah. Fair enough. Um, so, I read IDW's Star Trek The Next Generation, Mirror Broken. Now, um, I, you'll probably remember when we were stood in the queue for Free Comic Book Day in Liverpool. We were stood outside Worlds Apart waiting to get in. Mm-hmm. And this sweaty nerd uh, kept talking to me about this. Oh, was it that? Do you remember that he guy? checking me out. Did he? Yeah. <laughs> that guy, he just wouldn't leave us alone. Um, and he was he was going on about this. Uh, he was saying, what are you picking up? What are you getting? I was like, oh, I don't know. I'll probably get, you know, Secret Empire and stuff like that. And he was like, oh, get Star Trek. It's, it's an alternative uh, version of The Next Generation. It's basically reverse of everything. So, like, you know... Um, so you get so so basically the the Starship Enterprise um that they're doing bad stuff. It's the it's the next generation. So you get all those characters in it, Captain Jean Luc Picard, he's he's bad, you know, in, in the T V show, he's like the best dude ever. So he's like the worst dude ever here. And they're all like in this uniform where they've got like their guns out, they're all muscly, just how I like it. <laughs> 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 always come back to that. They got you know this, uh, and it, it's cool because it's it's sort of like oh what if, you know. Don't like the art at all. It's so odd. I I like the art because it reminds me a lot of Alex Ross. Uh, very realistic. Obviously, the reason why it is like that is because he's drawing real people. You know, these are people mm, from the TV true. show. He's used them as reference you know you can just see where he's like paused a tv show and copied the face yeah you know and just incorporated that into it yeah it's 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 a cool book um i mean i'm not a trekkie so I, it doesn't really make me want to read on it's not done that much of a great job but um it was it was cool it was interesting and then you get a few little previews at the back of the current star trek books that are going on uh, there's a Star Trek Green Lantern crossover that, that was going on for a while. I've, I think I've got a few of these, actually. I mean, I just buy anything Green Lantern. I've not got around to reading them yet. Shocker. But, um, yeah, it's got a bit of Guy Gardner in, who I love. He's a real obnoxious Green Lantern. He um, looks it. But, yeah, Star Trek. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, I like the films. Um, comic was fine. Yeah, I really enjoyed uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer though, from Dark Horse Comics. This was fucking boss. Like, I loved it. This was one of my favourites um, <clears throat> from Free Comic Book Day this year. It's called Buffy the High School Years, and as soon as I saw Joss Whedon was involved in it, I was like, "Well, it's going to be great," you know. <laughs> and it was. It was so much fun. Again, it was another you know Free Comic Book Day themes one yeah. where they go to a comic shop. Um. And it's just great. I mean, you get Xander in it, and the humour's the same as the show. <coughs> the dialogue's spot on. You know, they talk about X-Men and Sailor Moon. And, uh, obviously, there's a vampire in there. Buffy fights a vampire. Nothing new, but it just it's just so much fun. It's great. Um, I love the art in it as well. And I'd, I'd read on with this. I mean, I've got a lot of high school years Buffy comics anyway. But obviously this is the new, you know, take on it. And I like it. I like it a lot. 
I really enjoyed um, the Buffy comics when the TV show finished. You know, they picked up from where it left, and uh, that but that's completely different from the high school years. It was you know like the show, you know. Uh, but this is it's cool because it it's it's very comic booky, but it feels like the show at the same time. You liked it, didn't you? I loved it. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, so good. Absolutely the, the vampire it. guy, obviously, he's he died, and all he wanted was his comics from his pool list that he gets ordered to the store, <laughs> and they wouldn't like they gave them away or something because he had died, and he came back as a vampire and tried to like kill the dudes <laughs> that, that gave comics. them away. He's like, I still want my comics. I'm still here. So I thought I thought that was so something Chris would do. So. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. I liked it. If I died, I'd still need my comics. Yeah. <laughs> so, so don't cancel my pull list. No. Um, so yeah, it's written by Kel McDonald and the artist by Yishin Lee. Great job, guys. Loved it. Mm-hmm. Same can't be said for the back of the book, which was Plants versus Zombies. Unrest in the Old West. This was dire. I didn't read it because you said just, just don't. Again, one of the worst <laughs> comics I've ever read. I mean, it's a video game, isn't it? Plants vs. Zombies. Uh, why is it a comic? I don't know. They make comics out of everything now, but it it was awful. Again, full of text. Um, it just too busy. No, I just couldn't even fucking read it properly. It was just awful. The story was there. But he looks like you. Irrelevant, and I don't know. I mean, obviously, it's not aimed at a thirty-one-year-old man, so that's probably why I didn't like it. But I don't know who would like it. I don't even think kids would like <laughs> this. It's just fucking shit. Um, what have you got there? Avatar from Dark Horse. Avatar, yeah. Not um... to be confused with the Last Airbender. <laughs> it's um, so... James Cameron's Avatar. So it's the first comic from the film. Um, I liked it. I thought the art was lovely. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I can't remember the film. It came out when I was really young and I watched it once. Yeah. Well, it's just full of blue people. Yeah. And they ride on big dragon things. All I it. remember was being in primary school and everyone going, oh, they have sex in it. They have avatar sex. And I was like, I'm going to watch it for that. I want to see what's going on. What are they talking about? I, yeah, I always thought it was a bit weird the way that you like, they put a tail into the animals. I can't remember. Well, he does it in this, doesn't does he? Like, in order to like, fly and tame these animals, they like, slot their tails I in. I don't think they, he does it he in He does. This. It's like a plug. <laughs> Imagine like a weird, USB cable. Yeah. It's like that. Um, where is it? It is in here somewhere. There. Oh. It's got like strings oh, on it. I didn't realise Oh, it's, it's not his tail. It's his braid on his... Yeah. Well, I don't know. Either way, part of him goes into that animal and it makes me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> no, I really enjoyed this. Like you said, the art is really, really nice. Yeah. You do get completely taken into um, Pandora. Pandora, like it is. The colouring is great, mm-hmm. and the storyline is—is it just the same as the film? I can't remember. Like it's, I said, I was... it's not—it's not an adaptation. It's—it's it's just like stories. Just stories from it about right. his time on Pandora. 
and it's it's nice. It's not enough to make me want to read the comic, but it was perfectly enjoyable to read. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did enjoy it. Yeah. Um, so I've got Exo Man of War here from Valiant. Um, that was cool. I enjoyed that. Um, it's just sort of like this tale about this dude. He's got one arm and a big sword, big beard, muscly. That's <laughs> how you like them. <laughs> Um, and he's on he's on a revenge quest, um, and he's just killing loads of people, and you know it's cool. It's it's nothing it's nothing new. It's nothing inventive, but thoroughly enjoyable as a read. Um, and at the back half of the book, you get a bloodshot story, bloodshot salvation, um, and that was strange. He kept taking his head off. Um, <laughs> no one wants that. No. It was essentially like a load of backstory to set up this new um, Bloodshot comic. I like the dog. Um, yeah, the, the dog's cool because he's got like the the red eye, mm-hmm. like like Bloodshot's got his red dot on his tummy. Um, but it was all right. Um, it's written by Jeff Lemire. I would have expected more from him, to be honest. It was just a bit bit vanilla. What's that on the back? I don't know, it's something scary though. Yeah. It's like an advert for Harbouring Wars 2 mm-hmm. from Valiant Comics. That's like some cool. scary looking demon face thing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I thought this was quite interesting though. Valiant Comics is support, uh, a sponsor in the Warp Tour mm-hmm. 2017 in America. So they've got like all the characters there. I think it's just for exposure, you know? Yeah, there's my faith. Faith, which we'll talk about shortly. Um, yeah, so that's basically what came out this year from Free Comic Book Day. But Abby was uh, so enthused with all these new comics that she'd read. I became obsessed. Yeah, she was like, give me more, give me more comics now. And I was like, oh, okay, well, <laughs> I've got thousands of them. But if you want more introductions to stuff, mm-hmm. why don't you read my comics from Freak Comic Day years past? So I gave her a bunch of them. Um, and this is what she read. She read uh, Captain America. Yeah, well, Steve Rogers. You gave me Captain America and Suicide Squad for my birthday. Yeah, so you, you actually read so them. I, like, okay. No, I owned them and I just looked at them all the time was like what do I do with them how do I read them will they make yeah. sense so I said to you they're literally just previews yeah like you can jump in this is what Free Comic Day is all about it's just previews uh, you can read them not knowing anything about the characters it's just an introduction perfect introduction to new readers mm-hmm. so what did you think of Captain America Steve Rogers I really enjoyed it because obviously we've been making our way through the Marvel films I've seen them all now because I hadn't really kept up to date with them. So I liked that I now know who these people are, which I think was a big deal for me. Like, I didn't know what I was reading. Like, I didn't understand it when you first gave it to me. Um, but, yeah, I can't I can't quite remember the story. Like, it was quite a while ago that I read this. I mean, it's not... It's nothing, like... Like I say, it's nothing groundbreaking, nothing special. No, but it's I your did, standard superhero book. I did really enjoy it, and I found myself enjoying a Marvel and DC a lot more than I thought I would. 
Um, yeah, I really liked it. I don't really know what else to say. Like, I can't remember too much. Spider-Man story at the back as yeah, well. Yeah, so I lied. I have read some Spider-Man. It must have been that memorable, then. But <laughs> it, just, it was just so long ago that I read these. What about Suicide Squad? This was pretty fun. Um, they got, like... It's just a snippet. Like, they're captured, and it's just them trying to get away. And it's like a test. Um, if they would break or something for them to join the Suicide Squad. And yeah, one of them... Yeah, it's, it's all like a test. To see yeah. If you know. So it's just, like, one... If you're watching it or something, it just it's, like, one scene. It's, like spread over this whole comic though which I really liked it was like really in depth and you know what I didn't like this did you not no I don't really like the Suicide Squad comics big fan of the film but for me the comics have just never resonated with me to me they just never hit the mark I don't know what I want from a Suicide Squad comic but everything I've read has not met that mark at all Mm. I liked it because it's different Harley like I've not seen this costume costume before yeah and I really liked that Mm. yeah I enjoyed it Mm. would it make you read more probably yeah Yeah. obviously not enough because I haven't picked it picked anything up but I I did enjoy Mm. it like if you gave me another one I would read it happily but yeah. So, moving on to something that you didn't enjoy that much was <laughs> from Grim Fairy Tales, Wonderland. Wonderland. I mean, it um, is what it is. You know, Xenoscope, they put out booby books for horny teenage boys. Mm-hmm. That's what I was hoping it would be, and it wasn't. It was well, you wanted old, that. It was this old granny and the, the bloody looking glass mirror <laughs> and her trying to trap some guy. It was, and it was a bit of a backstory in it to the family I knew that she was like part of the family and stuff like it was pretty obvious did you get any boobs at all uh, no what? nothing that's weird that's why I picked it up yeah. I'm being honest I read um, Grim Fairy Tales of the week um, and uh, yeah I mean I just picked it up to see boobs to be honest um, the cover was like uh, a Snow White Wonder Woman which was quite interesting um, but and it, the thing is with you know Xenoscope Grim Fairy Tales, the art's quite all right, and no. it, it looks cool, and the boobs look nice. But there's nothing to do with the store. It's just, it's just soulless, and it, it feels very rushed. I mean, especially that one that I read. I mean, I made it my worst book of the week because the premise was there. You know, it was quite promising, the story, but it, it's it just felt very rushed. I don't rushed. like the art. It's too weird for me. It mm. made me feel weird. Oh. Like, I just didn't like it at all. Um, I read this book series that was kind of like a spin on Alice in Wonderland, and I just don't like it. I love Alice in Wonderland, the cartoon that everyone knows and loves. But I remember seeing a live-action version of it as well, where a baby gets turned into a pig, and that freaked me out. Like, anything that's not actually Alice in Wonderland, I don't like. Hmm. Fair enough. So, um... 
Tony Braschini you make you with do. your artwork. I mean, look at that cover. <laughs> it's pretty weird. It's awful. Um, Bongo comics, free I, for all. I enjoyed this. I mean, it's The Simpsons, and it was funny, and it was like a few different stories within one comic, and... It was just like watching The Simpsons. I just really enjoyed it. Everybody loves The Simpsons. Yeah. Like Sim- Simpsons say- comics are good as well, you know. Yeah. They are funny. And like the next one, Bob's Burgers, that we're about to talk about. Like, it's just cartoons as comics. I just love them. SpongeBob. Yeah, SpongeBob again. Like, honestly, they're my favourite. They are my favourite. Adventure Time. Adventure Time, not as much. You really like it. You have a lot of Adventure Time comics, but I... I love Adventure Time comics. I, I, I love the comics more than the show. Well... S- same goes to me for regular show. I like the comics more than the show. I just... I don't know why. Don't Maybe know it's the same shows. thing. It's, it's like Adventure Time. Mm. Maybe it's the same thing for me as it is with you with Rick and Morty. Mm-hmm. I find, you know, the annoying the voices in the show and maybe I like reading them I just I think know. I can't get past my horrible connection to Adventure Time to enjoy them properly the death of your hamster the death of my hamster Lady Macbeth R.I.P. no no it was Nibbles oh Nibbles R.I.P. well they're both dead so you oh. can R.I.P. them both but <laughs> it was Nibbles that I had the connection to Adventure Time with and we've anyway. got, we got this one here Stanley's Shakara the Invincible yeah, I think I enjoyed this one. You <laughs> think you did? Well, it was set in like another country, which I thought <laughs> was really interesting. <laughs> what? That's really interesting. No, because like you, it, they're always set in America. <laughs> oh, I get. Okay, I understand. Yeah. And this wasn't. Okay. And I don't know. I found that interesting. I liked it. And it's obviously, it's a, it's a young boy again. It, it reminded me of Fresh Off the Boat a lot, but obviously. It looks very similar. Yeah. It wasn't a whole family, it was just him. Yeah. But, yeah, it's just standard. It, it was good. And then you've got, like, a previews book there that I gave you, Marvel Comics one, mm-hmm. which contains the clone conspiracy from Spider-Man, Jessica Jones and Champions. Mm-hmm. So, Marvel Comics, what do you think? I can't remember this one either. I'm awful. <laughs> you have read a lot of comics. I know. <laughs> and I'm quite... I don't rush through them as in... I don't take any notice of them, but I, I read it more than I look at the art. Um, oh, is this the one with Captain Marvel in? Or, no, Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel, yeah. Miss Marvel. First time I've ever seen her in a comic doing anything, and I... I really enjoyed it. I didn't yeah. know she could do that. Yeah, she's like super stretchy. Yeah. And she can it embig herself. And I thought that was really awesome. I did like her a lot. Yeah, JB's a big fan of Miss um, Marvel. I'm. I wouldn't say I'm not a fan. I'm just quite neutral to her. Like mm-hmm. she's she's cool, but I'm not crazy about her. I don't read her comics anymore. I gave it a sh- I gave it a shot. Um, and I can understand why people really like her, uh, but it's just not for me. It's just yeah. I kind of prefer other comics. There's, <laughs> yeah. there's much more than Jessica Jones and Champions in here. Like there's 
Gwenpool. Oh, Honestly, Gwenpool. it's like two pages of a comic and then it's a uh, new right. one. So I didn't really... It was a nice little glimpse and to look at the art and have yeah. a little feel for it, but it's literally... You get nothing from it. Did anything stand out? I did like Gwenpool, actually. Yeah. Um, well, I've got the first trade. You can yeah, read that. Yeah, I'm going to. Yeah, not, not particularly. So, as... Um, a newbie to sort of... Well, I, I think it'd be fair to call you a newbie to the comic book world. Oh, well, yeah. What are what you enjoying most at the moment? Who are your favourite publishers? Your favourite runs? Um. Well, obviously, I'm always going to hold a special place in my heart for Saga. I think it's always going to be yeah. my favourite comic series. Yeah, Saga's incredible. It can do no wrong. It's so consistently good. Yeah. And obviously, we're reading them as they come out now. I have the first six trades, yeah. and that's how I read them. But I've read the last trade, which will be the seventh, as single issues. Yeah. And now we're starting what will be the eighth trade yeah. now. And I don't enjoy it as much, if I'm being honest. I do like just sitting there for half an hour and reading through the whole trade, because it yeah. just flows so I much think better. But... Saga does read better as a trade. Yeah. Because it's I don't know, it just works better, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. But let's face it, I'm probably gonna buy them all in trade form yeah. as well. I mean saga's something that <clears throat> I'd happily buy the hardcover editions of. Oh yeah. Because they're amazing. They're so nice, aren't they? And it's such a great fucking book. Yeah. Yeah, so so you so, would you say you're predominantly more into indies than the big three? Oh, well, I said the, it used to be the big two, DC and Marvel, but I'm classing images as a big one now. So To an extent, yeah. Because some of my favourites are indies, but I've been getting a lot of grab bags, and within the grab bags I've always been more excited to read the Marvel or DC comic that's in there rather than the indie mm, one. That's interesting. Um, and good, I've, good. <laughs> like You've I'm done well, you. my young Padawan. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm, I'm massively into superhero comics, as everybody knows. And I do enjoy an indie comic from time to time, but I'm very selective with what I pick. Um, I mean, I'm a big big Marvel and DC fan, uh, so it's nice to hear that you're yeah, getting into that you well. tried to get me into the superhero side of things with, um, what's it, Umbrella Academy? Mm-hmm. That was obviously months ago. That was right at the start of our relationship where you lent me those. And I didn't really enjoy them that much. Umbrella Academy is from Dark Horse Comics and written by Jared Way, the singer from My Chemical Romance. Mm-hmm. Art by Gabriel Barr. Um, I absolutely love the Umbrella Academy. It's one of my favourite comics of all time. It just, it, it just, it's so unique. It's a, such a unique take on uh, the superhero genre. And just written beautifully by Jared Way. Like it, it did surprise me that you didn't like it. Do because you know what? I should give it another go because that was when I wasn't reading comics. That was when I didn't hmm. really get the whole Maybe thing. Maybe you'll see a new yeah. perspective on it. Um, because it is. It's like an indie superhero comic. Yeah, that's why I gave theory. it to you. Exactly. <laughs> and like, I completely yeah. understand the thought process behind it, but I didn't enjoy yeah. it as much. And I think I just needed to... like delve into it straight away and I have been enjoying it well speaking of delving into things I'm trying to segue everything here this is what podcasts <laughs> do we've delved into free comic book day in depth 
so much so that I didn't realise how long it would take to discuss all of them. <laughs> so um, we're going to leave that there uh, for today for the podcast. Uh, we were going to discuss what we've read, uh, but that's a huge other pile. So oh, yeah. we'll we'll do that next podcast. Um, so we're going to wrap things up by talking about what new comics are coming out this Wednesday on the 21st of June. So Archie Comics are putting out Archie issue 21. Betty and Veronica, Double Digest, issue 254. Uh-huh. It's been going for a long time. I'll read Archie 21, because I do like Archie Comics. Uh, DC Comics are putting out All-Star Batman, number 11. Aquaman, number 25. Batman, number 25. Batwoman, number 4. Cave Carson has a cybernetic eye, number 9. DC Comic Bombshells, number 29. Green Arrow, number 25, which you've read. You've read Green Arrow, haven't you? Did you like it? Um, Green Arrow? Yeah. Have I read that? Well, it's in that pile in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously not that impressive. Um, no, I read Green Arrow. Um, I picked up the first few issues of The Rebirth and I really enjoyed it. Um, obviously not that much to carry on reading it, but I thought it was cool. Um, I might read that. Green Lanterns, number 25. Harley Quinn, number 22. Which I am going to stop reading now because it has let me down quite spectacularly on issue 21. Mm-hmm. It was so bad. Like, Harley Quinn. I mean, I did a review on the Tort Nerdy website um, on the first trade. And I gave it a 6 out of 10. And I thought that was a fair score because, you know, it collects the first five or six issues of that run and for me this current Harley Quinn run um, it's it's good one issue and then it's really bad the next and it's like every other issue is awful inconsistent it's really inconsistent um, and the last one I read issue 21 was fucking terrible um, and I've been reading it mostly for the story at the back of the book which is co-written by Paul Dini um, who is the co-creator of um, Harley Quinn? Played Harley Quinn for the TV show, didn't they? Um, and I've been enjoying that, but even that's gone downhill now. So I'm probably now I'm probably not going to read that. Um, DC, you need to step up your game with Harley Quinn. She's one of your flagship characters, and we need something better than that. You know, sort it out. <laughs> Injustice 2, number 4. Justice League, number 23. Lobo Roadrunner Special, number 1. DC Comics are doing this thing now with Looney Tunes, where they're, like, having, like, one-shots, where, like, they'll cross over somebody with a DC Mm -hmm. superhero. Um, Last week. Like the film... Like Space Jam. Yeah. Kind of, but with DC characters in it. (laughs) Yeah, I probably won't like it then. Last week... uh, Roadrunner, not Roadrunner, um, Martian Manhunter crossed over with Marvin the Martian. <laughs> um, I still need to pick that up because I, I feel like that would be quite fun. Uh, again, Mad Magazine, number 546. Nightwing, number 23. Odyssey of the Amazons, 6 of 6. Super Sons, number 5. I love Super Sons. It's a great book. The art is just lovely. Uh, on, the, on the podcast with... Uh, Chris Wild Goose, we were talking about this, and we said that 
you know, the art in that book is what modern comic books should look like. It's just so good. Um, I don't know if you've heard me talk about Super Sons, but it's basically yeah. Batman's son and Superman's yeah. son um, hanging out and getting up to mischief. And it's it's so good. Love that book. Love, love, love it. Superman number 25. Teen Titans Go number 22. Trinity number 10. That's been great. Really enjoyed Trinity. Francis Manipal. Absolute legend. Very talented dude. Um, Wildstorm number five from Jim Lee. That was cool. I read issue one of Wildstorm. Interesting book. Uh, Wonder Woman, Tasmanian Devil, special number one. I might like that, actually. (laughs) It's an interesting team-up. I never would have put those two together. I love the Tasmanian Devil. He just (laughs) went around causing chaos and eating everything, and that's totally me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Image Comics are putting out Black Monday Murders number six, Crosswind number one, Eclipse number eight, Few six of six, God's Country number six, Girl Scouts Magic Socks number two of six, Headlopper number six, Horizon number twelve, I Hate Fairyland number thirteen, Invincible number one hundred thirty-seven. That's coming to the end now, that Invincible. That's been a great, great series. I'm so happy that it's run as long as it has. Yeah, it's in its final final days, I think. Might be the last issue, actually. But yeah, I recommend that um, to anyone that's into superhero or sci-fi or indie comics. You've probably read it already if you're into indie comics, but definitely want to pick up in trade. It's really good. Old Guard, number five. I read issue one to that. That was good also. Um, Plastic three of five. Royal City number four. September morning number one. Shirtless bear fighter number one. I'm going to pick that up. Shirtless bear fighter. (laughs) Image comics. What do you like? (laughs) Marvel comics are putting out all new Guardians of the Galaxy number four. Won't be reading that because I'm not into that series. America number four, Captain America, Steve Rogers number eighteen, Daredevil number twenty-two, Doctor Strange number twenty-two, Iceman number two. Probably pick that up because I love X-Men. Uh, Invincible Iron Man number eight, Luke Cage number two, Man Thing number five of five, which I read issue one to, purely because it was written by. R.L. Stein, who wrote the Goosebumps books. Mm-hmm. Um, it was fun. It was a strange take on Man Thing. I do recommend it to read. Um, it was interesting. Uh, Mighty Thor, number 20. Monsters Unleashed, number 3. Nick Fury, number 3. Peter Parker, The Spectacular Spider-Man, number 1. Definitely getting that. Royals, number 4. Secret Empire, Brave New World, number two of five. Secret Empire Underground, number one. See, there's all these tie-ins to Secret Empire that are coming out. And I want to read them, but if I collected them all, I'd I'd end up living in a cardboard box. (laughs) There's just so many. I don't even have the time to read them. There's that many tie-ins to Secret Empire. It's crazy. Hats off to everyone that's reading all the tie-ins to Secret Empire, because there's so many. 
Silver Surfer number 12. I absolutely love the Silver Surfer comic. It's so, so good. It's one of my favourite comics I've read in the past like 20 years. Absolutely incredible. Um, and unfortunately, I think it's coming to an end. Um, which is really sad. Because you know how much I've enjoyed Silver Surfer. Yeah. I mean, I sit there in bed reading it and just laughing. It's just the best. I absolutely love it. Um, Spider-Man 2099, number 24. I really enjoyed Spider-Man 2099. I don't know why I stopped picking it up. Probably funds, but... It's a really good series, and I'm glad that it's carrying on. Issue 24, good stuff. Star Wars Darth Maul, number 4 or 5. I'll be reading that. Star Wars Darth Vader, number 2. I'll be getting that. Star Wars Poe Dameron, annual number 1. Probably pick that up too. US Avengers, number 7. Ultimates 2, number 8. Weapons of Mutant Destruction Alpha, number 1. And X-Men Gold, number 6. I'll be getting that. And that's it for next week. So yeah, that about wraps up this podcast. Thanks for joining us, Abby. You're welcome. (laughs) And thanks for listening, everybody. Um, And join us next time when we'll be talking about all the current stuff that we've read. Um, So I'm going to be here for a part two. Oh yeah, you're I didn't sign up for that. You're, you're invited back. I don't, <laughs> I don't want to come back after that intro. <laughs> right, well, thanks for listening, everyone. And um, you can find me on all the socials at TalkNerdyUK. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. And find the Facebook page, facebook.com slash TalkNerdyUK. Uh, my personal Instagram is Chris J Wakefield. And, yeah, thanks for listening, everyone. And don't forget to follow me. Oh, yeah, follow Abby as well. (laughs) Keep talking nerdy. Bye. Bye. Yeah, that went on for a lot longer than I expected. (laughs) I know, you were giving in-depth bloody analysis on your comics. No. Everyone. I was there like, bloody hell, move on. That's the idea. (laughs)